Welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. I did an earlier show um, today because I thought I wasn't going to be able to get this show out, which is focusing on the major crypto and blockchain influencers that are from Africa that are made doing some major, major moves in the industry. So this week, starting from Tuesday going was supposed to be dedicated to that and I ran into some technical issues and I truly thought I wasn't going to be able to get this show out but it's going to be out tonight and wherever you're going to be listening to it I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as I did recording it the interview was Long, So I decided that we're going to do a three-part series on this interview where Cecil, who's the founder, CEO and founder of eCampus, basically just takes us down memory lane as to how he got involved with his company and how blockchain has helped him not only change the conversation when it comes to education and being able to monetize what you know but also just project what what blockchain and cryptocurrency is going to do in his country of Ghana to create new opportunities and more uh, financial opportunities for people who maybe started out with not having the technical know-how or seeing the, the technical side of things as being a little bit intimidating like most of us right but trying to figure out how it can all come together he's being he's been able to bridge that gap and he's starting to create a, a an entirely new ecosystem that's geared around education and monetization and using the blockchain to do so so um, you're in for a treat of course the show is brought to you by CoinSeed. CoinSeed is the app that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency by using your pocket change. Go over to the show notes to get the link to the app. Also, we have Encrypted Apparel. Encrypted Apparel is the flyest clothing line in the game when it comes to cryptocurrency. Make sure you go check them out. And when you're loading up that cart full of hats and shirts and mugs and handbags, just type in crypto sense all one word to get the 15% off discount. All right. That's that link is also in the show notes. And we have a new sponsor as well. That's JAFX. JAFX will be doing most of our sponsoring on our cryptocurrency uh, trading breakout shows. Okay. So stay tuned for that. So I'm not going to uh, talk much more than this. I'm going to just just dive right into the show, and then I'll do a little bit of unpacking of this segment after uh, we finish with the segment. All right, so just hold tight. Don't move a muscle. All right, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. This is Carlton CO2 Owens. We are back. You all, today is an amazing day. I, as you all know, I've been running around the world doing all different types of businesses, but also making sure that we stay plugged in on what's hot, what's cool, 
with cryptocurrency. And um, before I get into today's show, I first have to thank our sponsors. We have CoinSeed. CoinSeed is the app that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency with using your pocket change. You can skip the Wahala of being able to figure out how you're going to learn about exchanges and wallets and um, on, sure, on, on um, wallets and off wallets. You can skip all of that and you can go right to CoinSeed where it allows you to be able to connect your your credit card, your debit card, and you'll be right in business to starting your investing in cryptocurrency. All right, we also have Encrypted Apparel. Encrypted Apparel is a clothing line that allows you to stay fly and sexy and also show off your love of cryptocurrency. You need to go over to the website, check it out. I mean, they got so many amazing things. The merch is crazy. It seems like every week they're coming out with something new. Make sure you go over to the website. It's wearencrypted.com. That's W-E-A-R encrypted.com. And, of course, you know we got the hookup with the owner. So all you have to do is type in CryptoSense, all one word, and you get 15% off on your next purchase. All right? Now, for our cryptocurrency trading um, shows, we also bought in a new sponsor. That new sponsor is JAFX. We're actually now working on some different courses, materials, and products that you'll be able to have access to for the beginning stages of learning how to trade cryptocurrency. If you haven't had a chance to listen to, I think it was Monday's show, I talked about how I finally made my first winning trade in cryptocurrency um, and just really started getting into it. And I wasn't going to let the numbers or the technology just get me all shook. I was going to go in and really try to learn how, how to do this. So make sure you follow me on my journey. I'm going to have some more guests on that's going to help with the process of learning how to trade cryptocurrency. So just stay tuned for that, okay? Now look, um, I've, I've had an opportunity to meet a lot of people and interview so many different influencers, ICO founders, and I, I had an opportunity to meet a young man that is doing some amazing things in the technology space outside of the United States. You know, because sometimes when you think about technology and you think about what's going on, what's, what's, what's cutting edge, a lot of times we just think about what's happening in Europe, what's happening in Asia, what's happening in the U.S. But I'm telling you, some of the most, most prolific, um, intelligent, amazing minds when it comes to technology and what's happening in the tech world it's coming out of the continent of Africa. And if you've been listening to my shows, I've been recording quite a bit of shows out of the continent. And as I speak to you now, I'm on the continent of Africa talking to one of the top influencers in technology and just influencing what is going on with the youth empowerment, being able to help people wrap their minds around technology and apps and different ways to educate and as you know we're about empowerment and educating on this show so i'm not going to talk too much long i want to just do the proper introduction i want to introduce you guys today to cecil and i'll let cecil just break down all the things he's doing but cecil man welcome to the show thank you thank you yeah thank you, yeah thank man you. glad glad to be on the show uh this is interesting man uh, listening to your journey for the show Thank you. Uh, it's amazing. It's just a sign that look, you can create something out of nothing. You know, 
And then I, I think this is a good example for people out there thinking, how, oh, what can I do with my time? What can I do with the little yes. talent to have? No, we just follow your passion. You never know. You know, now he's got three sponsors, and I'm even thinking if I should stop sponsoring. <laughs> so, this is so cool. I like it. I like it. You know, yes, it's, yes. it's genuine love for, you know, just a single idea, crypto, and then look, look where you are now, traveling right. the world and all that. So, this is a good sign. By the way, my, my name is Aso Sena Nutako. I was born here in Ghana and lived all my life in Ghana. Yes. And went to all my schools in Ghana, uh, failed high school three times, dropped out, and was lost. And I was like, okay, what do I do with my life? And I just fell in love with technology. And yeah. I don't know. I, that love just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. When did that love start, you know, for technology? When did that really... So that was around 2002 uh, when I dropped out finally. After the TED exams, I failed again. I'm like, look, man, <laughs> no chance to go to university. And at the time, we were being introduced to computers, you know, and, and normally after uh, senior high school, you stay home for a year and mm -hmm. then you do some computer classes that show you how to use some word processors and spreadsheet and a little bit of artwork and all that. So yeah. uh, I thought, okay, this was far more easier than doing physics and <laughs> yeah. doing biology and chemistry where you never had a lab to actually do a titration, Man, you know. So listen, at least I, this, I could actually type and see something on the screen. So it's like, I, I remember, love this. <laughs> I, I remember those biology and those chemistry classes. Yeah, and I was yeah. looking at this stuff like, okay, this is crazy because what in the world am I going to do with this? Especially <laughs> if I'm not doing medicine. You, you know? know what I mean? Right, so I, I, I love things that are practical. So with this, I could actually, you know, do a design of a, of a, 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 a can of milk and see yeah. if I could get it as nice as, you know, the original one. And I could actually see my own progress. Uh, I fell in love extremely Microsoft Access, mm. you know, because then it was very interactive. I could set up a basic database, query it. I could change my, you know, my own interface and, Know, search by some keywords and yes. IDs and bring out information. I was like, ah, this is so cool. Yes. So I, I took it very seriously. And I think uh, the major turning point was somewhere in 2003, where there's a ship, they call it Locust 2, carries a lot of books, mm -hmm. travel the world. So it docked at the Takradi port, wow. Sekendi Takradi port uh, yeah. in the Western region. Sure. And I got in there and I got, I got a book on Microsoft Access. That came was a CD-ROM, yeah, I think. CD-ROMs, you yeah, know, yeah. for all these, for all these <laughs> you new know folks, I mean? you know, for all these new generations. Yeah, you know I mean? so, uh, uh, CD-ROM or something that they probably don't even know anything about you know for I mean? old school guys. Exactly. You know exactly what CD-ROM is about. But anyhow, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, I so, yeah. I so I, I, the book had a CD-ROM and a couple of diskettes, you know. So uh, I said, okay, I'm going to learn everything in this book. It was very practical. It had examples on how the entire Netherlands port was automated. Mm -hmm using basic databases so i uh, just you know copy and paste try it out it crashes you figure it out, figure it out yes. and so i built my first interactive you know uh, solution for a port based on what i learned in the book wow all right so that's amazing my mom used to you know my mom used to be a, uh, a midwife a nurse physician anesthetist at the port hospital so what happened was because of that benefit, I was still young, maybe low 20, so I get free healthcare. Yes. <laughs> you know, okay, look, not free because, like, yeah. come on, I didn't pay for it because she works there and yes. was yeah. part of her benefits. So I remember one time we're going for a normal checkups, you know, she, mm -hmm. she's so keen on that. And uh, I haven't been there for a while, so this pretty lady nurse was just climbing a 
tall ladder just to pull out my files. So I stuck up there. I'm like, yo, 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 you're going to fall down. Uh, so, okay, so it just clicked me a little. If I could just follow some of those examples in that book, I could do as basic access, you know, database interface, wow. and they don't need to be climbing this ladder. Yeah. So I went straight to the administrator's office. And I'm like, yo, 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 me. Look, I can fix this. Like, no, they had computers, but they were all covered. They don't use them, right? They cover it with all oh, that stuff. Wow. So what did they say when you walked in? And- it was like, yo, yo, what are you talking about? I said, look, she can get ahead. I can actually build a database for this using just Microsoft Access. Wow. I was like, what are you talking about? What is that? They're like, what is that? I was like, on your computer here. So that they took off the, the plastic from the computer. He yes. turns it on. I'm like, this one, Access. So like, can you do that? I'm like, of course, I can do that. But this is someone who knows I just dropped out. Like, yes. like really? So it was like, like okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Do it. yeah. So two days time, I come in and I show him what I could do, you know, on a diskette, right? So I use clip ads to represent patients, this basic detail, yeah. blood group, all that. Almost like a little presentation. Yeah, I mean, so I care about 15 details, name of friends, family, uh, okay. just so, you know, it's easy to call back and previous treatments. He looked at it, it was like, you did this? I'm like, yeah. I was like, okay, no, give me a moment. I'm going to a meeting. I'll be back. He broke my diskette into two, locked me in the room, and just left me there. Do it again. I'm like, yo, you should even broke my oh, diskette, oh, man. Oh, I was oh, like, time <laughs> out, time out, time out. So he, so literally, <laughs> he was so amazed that you actually could do this that they didn't believe you. They didn't believe me at all. So he said, okay, do it again. Yeah, and he broke my diskette so that he's gone to a meeting, locked me in his office. So do it. I'm like, yo, okay. So I sat behind his computer, called up Microsoft Access. And I redid it with 15 more details. He came back and I've done it. I was like, yo, you did this? Yeah, I said, okay. You start work tomorrow. I'm like, yo, yo, I don't even have a degree. I don't have a high school certificate. I was like, yo, yo, you start work tomorrow. I'm like, for real? So yeah, for real, start work tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I show up the next day, then I, we had a call from the head office. Cause that, that was the hospital administrator. Right. So we had a call from the head office the MIS department, they were like, you know, you know, this guy is too advanced for the hospital, so you bring him to the head office. I'm like, wow, hold on, so, hold on, so let me just, let me just, hold on, let me slow down just one bit. So, you go from Brahma School, yeah. you know, falling in, fall in love with technology. Narrow down with Microsoft that, Access? Yes, getting access to some materials that you started really just self-teaching yourself. Sure. You go to the hospital because there was connection, family connection. Yeah. You go there, you see a problem. Yeah, I'm like, yo, man. You see a problem <laughs> that you can solve. Have the the presence of mind and courage to go and say, look, I can solve this problem. The guy says, really? And then go through the whole process, break, break, breaks your stuff. Then you go and do it all over again. He sees it, and then all of a sudden you're hired. Yeah, I'm hired. So what did that feel like? It was too fast. It was like it was okay. like it, like I mean, it was so yeah, fast, right? Yeah, too fast. And then uh, it really dawned on me when I was transferred. Mm-hmm. Just two days, I was transferred to the MIA department, mm-hmm. the head office. And yeah. I got there, and I'm like, okay, so where do I start? So okay, you report to this programmer, you report to this system architect, you report to this hardware guy. I'm like, okay, so this is real. I'm like, okay. So I remember the first official day, they brought a pickup to pick me up, all dressed up, you know. My mom was like, what the hell you think you're going? All this, my mom knew, knew nothing about that. <laughs> she didn't know anything nah, about it. Yeah, she was so pissed off, disappointed. <laughs> so he was like, where do you think you're going? I'm, like, I'm going to work. I'm like, sure. So the pickup comes. 
they used to pick it up with the bus, a mini bus, yeah, and yeah. pick other people. Yes. I had a pickup, man, like, you yeah, know. Pick up, yeah, uh, yes. pick up truck, come pick me up. Like, uh, hello, we're looking for Mr. Nudacord. I'm like, I'm like, which Mr. Nudacord? I said, no, I mean, I'm picking him to work. I'm like, the pop man, head office. At the same company she works, she's like, what you, what you mean? What is going on? They pick me up, I'm all cool. <laughs> then lunchtime, she bumps into the office like, who, who, who the hell give this guy a job? They're yeah. like, is he your son? Oh, you, you have a smart boy, you have a blesser. Oh, you're so lucky to have him. And she's like, this guy's just a stupid man. And that was it, you know. It was very interesting. Wow. Now I wanted it, I got it. They took me to the Habbo Master's office where they have each vessel that, that docks has two cards, a green card and a pink card. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure. One is for the captain, mm-hmm. login, which captain sure. came with the crew, and one is for the, the vessel itself. The vessel itself. So this, they had these things from the 18th century. So this system, this system that... that they were physical cards. Okay, so now we're, I mean, we're well into the 2000s now. Yes. At, at, at this 2003. Point. At this point, they were still using paper, that card, and they've packed all of them Hold on. from bottom to ceiling, layer me? over layer. What? So they're like, you think you can do hospital stuff? Fix this one. I'm like, yo, this is just too much work. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I didn't oh, quite, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> you didn't sign up for all of this. I was supposed to just do a couple of things, you know, go to work, do oh, things, but now you have to solve major, major problems. Yeah, and this is huge. Access to access cannot access handle this. To, yeah, we yeah. need to use maybe structured query languages. This is video like, no, 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 you start. You, you said you could do it. Oh my God. So I started, you know, slowly, slowly, got to a point, we got to about, they were able to gain close to 2,000 cards, okay. and now the computer started running extremely slowly. Yes. Slowly, I told them. And that's because... Like, Access just can't handle yeah, it. It's getting heavy, getting heavy. So like, okay, so now we have to use structured query language, which I didn't know how to use at the time, because yeah. I haven't taught myself that one yet. So then I realized, okay, I had to learn that one, because then my relevance was becoming a bit lower so like how do i learn structured query languages and one thing i love about that office i had access to internet like in 2003 i had access to high speed i don't even want to go home (laughs) yes because you know i you know because i remember a time coming in around 2007 2008 is when i started coming into to you know Ghana in particular and i remember time being where I had to still go to, you know, internet cafes to oh, yeah. be really access you said a lot. the internet. Really, really access it. it. So being able really to have that dial up slow and yeah. it was there, you know. You had fingertips at, at, at in, in two thousand three, two thousand four. That's a big deal. Big deal. Big so deal. I kept I kept no I kept just using axe.com, uh la Vista, all those search engines mm-hmm. just to learn about structured query languages. And then I heard of Microsoft SQL. That costs a hell of a money. And I'm like, yo, I can't afford this. Is there a free version? They're like, oh yeah, there's MySQL. And it works best with Linux. I'm like, what the, what's Linux? What's Unix? I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know anything, I don't know anything. I had to learn everything. So, the more I get in, and I think, oh, I've just got here, and I get little praises, then I realize, I don't know nothing, man. There's so much, then I need, I want to keep that, because yes. you had dropped out. Yes. You already yes. disappoint me. You don't want to mess up to again. Yes. So, so you always want to have so that, that one you, thing yes, that gave, gave me motivation. my direction. And technology gave me that power back. 
Now I could sit at the table and have dinner together with the family again. Nobody yeah. can tell me anything and say like you're useless anymore because what I know they don't even have a clue. They don't have a clue. And you know, just just to chime in on this, see, because your story to me is there's so many takeaways from it. One of the biggest takeaways is that is this false narrative that if you don't go to school and you don't get a degree somehow some way that is going to handicap you for life not realizing now that we're living in a society that technology is going to control everything you see it happening now yeah, it's happening. but what's what what's interesting is when you go to and of course you of course you, you definitely see this in Ghana at University of Ghana they go on everywhere you also see this in, in the US is that nobody's really changing the curriculum or changing the, the mindset to say you know what let's start moving the education to more the technology based stuff everybody's getting getting, getting degrees in banking getting degrees in, in things that 10, 15 years from now, technology is going to be the bank. Exactly. So, so how do you, so you know, you know, so you're just, you're just you hitting know, how the you nail, you're just hitting the hammer right on the tip of the nail. I, I started having that dilemma because the listing I'm on Astalavista, I'm on Axe.com before Google became Google. Yes. I just, and not, I just literally type, yes, what happens when you send an email? Literally like that. Yes. And they chose me out their DNS servers, their mail servers, their proxy servers. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to learn how to build all these things. Yes. Then I start learning how to build it because yes. now I have Linux. I can download open source tools and check them out, crash it, and I'm able to build that drive. So it got to a point I'm like, okay, hey, come back to this. Why did this all start? Because you failed your exams three times. Yes. And they thought you were dumb. Yes. Right? So why don't I, so how come it was easy for me to learn all these DNS servers, all this complex stuff? And it was so fun. Yes. With nobody standing in front of me. Yes. Yes. I spent hours. I download entire web pages onto disk. I had different colors of disk and loads of it. So I go to, into the cafe because I don't have enough money. Yeah. I save all the web pages. Yes. Make sure all the images. And I come home and I go read through them, try it out. It was tedious. So I'm like, what if I could build a system? A platform where you just go straight to the point. I want to learn how to cook banku. Mm -hmm. And it takes you, you don't need to go through all they say, you know, Google gives you too many links. Too many links like yeah. two, and then sometimes you don't even know which one to trust. You have to try how it becomes too tedious. So I say, yeah, that could be something like an electronic campus where you go straight to the point beyond what search engines gave you. And that gave birth to my company, eCampus. Wow. So the plan was okay. Everything I can learn on my own, but yeah, it's tedious learning on the vast internet. It's yeah, just it's too so much. much. It's, exactly. just, it's, it's really so, information exactly. overload. So why don't we just build an electronic campus where things are standardized, they are more tuned to our academic systems, so that it's easy for it's that easy person to, to come yeah. and then spend, it's instead of two time. days, yeah. spend two hours and get the same knowledge. So that, was, that became a pet project, and I started it with the past questions from the West Africa Examination Council. Mm -hmm. Right, where I, I, I still use Microsoft Access at the time, put on this and I'm selling them in front of what? Internet cafes. Right? Mm -hmm. So from there, we went to web, PHP, and today's a full blown app. 
and the plan of that is to make sure technology is at the heart of education delivery yes that has been my point because if you can create interactivity between learners yes and teachers driven by technology and you find a way to measure performance and introduce alternative credential systems and then top it out with a reward system then the universities can go to sleep and we can run they a perfect can go world. to sleep because that's what we're trying to do with eCampus so if yes. you look at it we, we've created a platform that has over 20,000 people and then what? It's not in exactly. Udemy is doing the same thing, but yes. Udacity is doing the same thing, Khan Academy is doing the same thing. So what system. are you doing? So yes. you so we are creating an engagement platform. The goal is to create a knowledge-based economy where learning becomes a currency. Yes, learning and information becomes a currency. A currency. In the sense that once you're interacting with people, right? When I ask a question on a topic on eCampus. And you answer that question. All people who use your answers to do something yes. can upvote or downvote your answers. Yes. So if your answer is crap, yes. they downvote it. It was very useful, they upvote it. The more upvotes you get, the more eCampus points you have. Mm. All right? And when you take our short tests and our short mocks, you earn more points. So if I say you have intermediary leadership badge from eCampus, what that means is you've done 80 hours of what? Video time, podcast time on eCampus. You've answered over 800 questions. You got 400 correct across five different content providers, five different leadership yeah, teachers. Yeah. You've answered 600 questions. You've got 2 million upvotes. Like, it's measurable. And you become, as having that badge, you become certified. A, 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 an authority. Authority on your own. So it's a credential. It's, it's like you have a degree. It's like you have a degree. So if I say I have a yeah. first class from Legon, I need to bring my transcript. I need to bring yes. everything. Yes. So yeah, you can print your transcript from eCampus and show them that on this day, this time, yes. I followed this course, I took this test, took this, this other one, time. and I even went to do a physical program that yes. got streamed on YouTube where I was teaching other kids. So yes. I actually move out of the classroom yes. and you get points for all of that. Yes. I so see. if I convert my points to that batch and I'm going to get a job, yes. Right, and I don't have a degree. I can confidently present that credential. What I've done that this my is my intermediate batch on leadership yes. or my intermediate batch on how to fix microwaves. Yes. So I can come fix your microwave. Yes. Now this is my this is my degree. So what I'm getting from this is wow, this is this is this is right. So you see, so that solves that solves the credential problem, right? And you only get that when you engage. Yes. So most of our classrooms, you only absorb. Yes. You don't even engage with the next person sitting with you. It's the you don't even engage with, yes. the, with the teacher. So without engagement, you don't generate points. And with the points, the more points you have, you can convert your points to credentials. So what if I have so much points and I have even platinum badge for what leadership? What happens to the rest of my points? Mm. That's where the reward system kicks in. So you should be able to convert your points to things like Uber Ride, KFC, Food, yes. healthcare, movie ticket is currency. is currency. And that's why we use blockchain with eCampus. And blockchain is the backbone of cryptocurrency. Yes. Wow. wow so wow. we're building an, an entire system. And trust me, by 2024, if you're not using eCampus, then uh, you, you're really, 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 really hurting yourself. Because if those on 
our platform today by 2024 we're expecting people to be around the hundred thousand point mark and with hundred thousand points across different subjects yeah if you want to generalize it that could be an average of intermediate on all the five courses they're taking on e-campus right yes so if i tell kfc that look i don't want your money all right i'm not facebook i'm not telling pay five dollar for me to boost you on my one million users what I'm saying is, if you get a slot on my announcement slot, and you get a slot on my calendar slot, I want to play of streetwise. Yes. For the number of days that you're going to take that slot. Yes. So, cool. You throw food away anyways. All yes. these hotels throw food yes. away anyways, so don't throw it away. Put it on my plate. So, if I'm learning on eCampus and I'm hungry, I can go to the store, convert some of my, maybe a thousand points could get me what buffet at Golden Tulip. It's my own point. I convert, I eat. I get more energy and I learn to get more points. Yes. So you trade your points to get basics of life. And when you have the basics of life, then you can worry about credentials. And if you have those credentials, then you can worry about how do I use that credential yes. to change the world. Change the world. So that's what we're building. And, and, and in all that, you're also creating the knowledge base and the training base for your the future economy, exactly, which is here and also coming, exactly. which is the technology. So if you can, you can create a society where self-learning is embraced, and learning is not to please other people, yes. but learning is to invest in yourself, in yourself, yes. and be able to realize yeah. the results yeah. of that investment in real time. So what I'm saying is, you're in high school. There's going to be a movie premiere of what, Superman 18 or whatever. You know you don't have money to go watch that premiere. Wow. Wow. And the premiere is in six months. Yes. What do you have to do? Just go to campus, learn some go stuff. Learn. Yeah. learn some stuff, earn some points, and convert that point to the movie ticket. And you go watch your premiere. It's so real. I'm not saying go to school for eight years and hopefully you get a job. No. I'm yeah. saying learn for a couple of days and get a ticket to go watch a movie. Yeah. That's instant. Because the millennia have instant gratification. They want it now. He doesn't want to wait for four years, go do national service, and hopefully get a job. Ain't working anymore. So until we fix that, our schools are going to be wild elephants. Yes. 2033, wild elephants. Yes. That's the problem we're trying to solve with eCampus. And I'm solving this with my own experience. Because if I had instant rewards, I wouldn't have failed high school three times. Because you, 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 you are learning, you don't even know you're ready for the exams. Without, with eCampus, the Academic Performance Index, we're telling students if you can have between 8,000 to 12,000 points on a subject like math, the minimum grade you can get is a C, it's a money back guarantee. Now, to get that point, you would have consumed 80% of the content, you would have practiced with over 2 million questions and answers. And in, the, in those exams, 75% of the questions are repeated or rephrased. Yes. So if you can have that point, yes. you go into the exams with confidence, you yes. sleep well the nights before, no need yes. to carry foreign materials. Yes. You know you've done everything. But right now, you can't yes. measure whether you're ready or not. You can't measure it. So measure. we're giving a way to measure you're ready or not. And we're giving a way to even trade your own learning for real things you need now. Wow. That is If I had that... that I wouldn't have failed. Yes. So, eCampus is built on my own experience. Now, the one that I could see result immediately when I fell in love with computers, 
I can actually build a simple database key and see results immediately. Yes. So I had instant, you had, you had and I was happy yeah. to do it. Yeah. And what happened? With that, I could show credential by showing you a disk. Yes. Which got you in the door. They credential. Got you the job. I didn't have a degree in computer science. All I had was a disk that showed what I could do. You, you didn't trust me, you broke it into pieces, I rebuilt it. Wow. And you're like, okay, you're good enough, forget about degree. Come on. Come you on. come in, you're doing it, it's getting more difficult, you're ready to learn new learn things. Learn because things. once you get those new skills, you're able to get results and they're praising you and you feel yes. good. If we can do that. We can duplicate that model. Which, which why, should I go, why should I go to university for four years if I get a job? Once I can get a job, once I'm in level 100. Mm. It's not like, why do I have to wait four years to do national service before I have a job? Like, really? That, that, that's, that, it doesn't that, make sense. So, sense. It, I should be able to learn level 100, whatever I learned in my first semester. I should be able to apply it on a job now. Yes. During my vacation, that should be relevant. Because if I wait four years, that skill is no more needed. The world has moved on. It's moved on. <laughs> so, what's the problem? But yeah, I know this industrial age mentality to prepare a bunch of robots who are going to follow instructions. The world is no more like that. The millennials, they don't have time for that. So our system is built to accommodate the millennials. And when I say millennials, I'm not talking about just the young Little folks. Kids, yeah. I'm talking from age one yes. to age 85. Yes. Because when you go to work and you corporate training, right? Uh, some a couple of consultants come they train you uh, on customer service for three day at the hotel all expensive you come back in two weeks all right guys stay tuned stay tuned for part two of the episode of the show we have part two and part three so stay tuned for part two in the next show i'll do an intro on it but man wasn't that good i mean I know it just cut off like right in the middle, mid-sentence, but I'll make sure to loop it back around so you guys can hear it maybe like a minute before it cut off so we can go into the next segment or the next show. But I'm talking about just a fantastic story. Just listen to how he went from just from not finishing school to now being able to teach others and then show people how to make money through monetizing their their knowledge or, or to be able to purchase things by monetizing their knowledge so much fun interviewing Cecil so uh, stay tuned for part 2 which is the next podcast show alright uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram uh, Twitter Facebook all those social media platforms and we will be back uh, next tomorrow we'll be back tomorrow with part 2 Peace.